welcome to another episode of This Black Love. My name is Jessica, your host. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, I want to say happy Friday to everyone. I hope your Friday is going great. I'm sorry, I'm putting on chapstick. My lips are dry. Um, I hope that, you know, you guys have been good. I know the past few weeks I have been MIA. I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. I'm trying to get back to where I was. And it is taking me a little bit of time to get back. So just bear with me. I know I've been saying that since I started to come back and record episodes is to bear with me. But I'm telling you, I'm getting my bearings. Okay, I'm getting my bearings. I'm finally settled. I'm about to go get my stuff. So I'll have my equipment. I'll be able to do roundtable discussions again. I'll be able to interview people again. I'll be able to, you know, do what I usually do when it comes to me doing my recording my episodes. I'm looking into venturing out to broaden my um, broaden my horizons, if you will, <laughs> with uh, getting my podcast out there. I mean, you know, word of mouth is good. My loyal listeners is good, but I just want to really like put myself out there. You know, I don't, like I said, I'm not doing this to be famous, to be, um, one of the best podcasters out there. I do what I do. You like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. It's fine. Um, I feel like I've been getting a lot of um, backlash from the last few episodes that I did record and did post. Um, If you feel a certain type of way, let's talk about it. Let's have these conversations. You know, like I say on a lot of my episodes, like my opinion is not always right. My opinion is not the last say so. It's just getting the conversation started. It's just putting the information out there, putting myself out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm still willing to learn and grow from each and every situation or each um, episode that I drop. You know, I don't claim to know everything. I don't claim to be the best. I don't claim to be something that I'm not. So um, I just wanted to put that out there. And I just wanted to, you know, just go back to the basics of what I, where I started from, you know, I wanted to talk about everything dealing with the black community in a positive light. I mean, of course, we're going to talk about controversial, controversial. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, please forgive me. I'm going to have controversial topics that I talk about. Like for the last few, few, not few, but few episodes that I have recorded, I was talking about things that are, you know, really touchy. And, you know, people have a lot of opinions about, especially about colorism and especially about, you know, um, females and how they present themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I understand all of that. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm not saying that I don't have a heart. I'm not saying that, you know... I'm not saying what you think I'm saying. I want to get the conversation started. I want to let us talk about it so we can get past it as a community and be stronger and better. So that's what I do. That's what I want to do. That's what I uh, plan to do. That is my hope for this podcast is to bring awareness to some things and also shine light on some things or start those hard conversations that people are not willing to have or willing to talk about. Like being abandoned is something that a lot of people don't talk about. You know, being 
being hurt or abused or in an abusive relationship, a lot of people don't talk about because it's their business. And I understand it's your business and I understand, you know, that's your life. You want to live it. But some people, especially in our community, we don't talk about our issues a lot to resolve them. I'm not talking. I don't want you to talk about them so people can be nosy and know about your situation. No, I would rather you talk about it to heal from it, to move on from it so you can be your best self. I believe that each and every person can be their best self. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, where you come from, whatever. You can be your best self if you learn how to deal with those inner issues that you have or that you may not know that you have. So it's all about getting the conversation started. You know, I talk about a lot of things. I talk about, you know, how to get a business up off the ground. You know, I've talked to entrepreneurs. I've talked to people who, you know, co-parent together. Like I talk about a lot of different things, but it's a lot that is plaguing our um, culture. And I believe if we can talk about it, if we can address those issues, if we can learn to heal from them past drama, past experiences that our mom and dad, sister, uncle, brother, cousin, nephew, niece did to us or have done to our family, you can break those generational curses and be on top where we, where you need to be. So that's what I do. That's why I'm here. That's why I have my platform that I have. That's why I want to be where I want to be. Now, granted, I haven't, ever since I've taken a break a few years ago, I haven't picked it back up and I haven't been going as hard as I used to. Um, but you know, some things change in my life and when things change, seasons change. You know, you move into a different area in your life. So that's where I am. I'm moving in a different area in my life. You know, I'm not doing what I was doing when I was 30. You know what I'm saying? I'm 36, so I have to move with the crowd. You know what I'm saying? But I can relate on so many levels. I can relate to someone in their 20s trying to figure out their life, trying to figure out their sexual orientation, trying to figure out what they want to do, where they want to go, if they just want to party. Hello. Hey, cause let's, let's be real. Because when you're in your twenties, you're figuring out yourself. You're now an adult. You're figuring out what you want to do. That's when you experiment the most. A lot of people wait till they're older to experiment, but a lot of people in their twenties do a lot of experimenting. So that's what you do in your twenties. You know, I mean, I know some people are ready to settle down and be so serious and been in a relationship and have children and have their life started and be married and all that merry good stuff. That's fine. You can do that. I'm not knocking you for it, but a lot of people experience so much in their 20s. Shoot, a lot of people experience a lot in their teenage years due to them, you know, growing up now and now they, you know, have a lot more freedom. They're almost grown. So they're, you know, testing those waters. So I want to get those conversations started. That's what I want to do. That's what I um, hope to do. Hope to reach somebody, anybody, everybody. It doesn't even care. As long as I touch one person and you can relate to me, I feel like I've done my job. I feel like I have started a conversation within you and your household. Like, you don't have to talk to me about it. That's fine. You don't know me. I'm a stranger. You don't know me. You're just listening to me today. So you don't know me or anything like that. So I can understand, you know, you don't want to tell me. But if you get the conversation started in your own home or in your own surroundings with your friends, whoever your significant other, that's cool. But I just want to let you guys know, you know, what's going on with me, where I'm headed with my podcast and things of that nature. So, you know, if I don't appeal to you, that's fine. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. Um, 
I just want to let you know that I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing. Because I didn't get any listens on my last episode, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Yeah, it's discouraging. It's hard. It's um, a little disheartening. And I'm just like, well, dang, what am I not doing? What am I not doing? But number one, I'm not advertising. And number two, I'm not doing what I used to do. I don't have a page anymore um, where you guys can follow and check up on any of the latest episodes. I haven't updated anything that I said I was going to update it. I haven't went back to the drawing board. I'm going to just be real and transparent. I'm a procrastinator. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I am. Real bad procrastinator. And that's not cool. It's not cool. You know what I'm saying? If I want us to be better, if I want you guys to be better, I have to be better. I have to really put my foot down and I have to really carve out some time to really picture where I want my podcast to go. Really picture where I, what I envision for my podcast. Like, I don't want to just talk about relationships. I don't want to just talk about, you know, racist things or, you know, negative things. I want to talk about everything. I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about love. I want to talk about parenting. I want to talk about, you know, building a business, owning a home, you know, fixing your credit. Like that's where this first started from. So let's get, let me, let me just give you a whole background. Okay. That's what this, that's what this episode is going to be about this week. A background check. Sometimes you got to go through a background check. Sometimes you got to check your credentials to make sure you are who you say you are and where you're trying to go. So I originally have a passion. Well, let me, let me back up. I was working for a company that helped people with, um, not so much credit restoration, but more so, of um, hmm, I don't even know how to call it. I'm going to just call it. I don't even know what to call it. Okay, let's let me let me let me think about it. So I would call it a document preparation company because that's what it was. We prepare documents to dispute on your behalf to the credit bureaus to get it removed. So it's not credit restoration. It was a document preparation company. We're gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna put no names out there. If you know me personally and you used to work with me at that company, you know what I'm talking about. Boo. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay, but we're not gonna put that out there. We're gonna stop right there. Okay, all right, boom. Let's move. Move forward. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. So I used to work at that company and I worked in the portion where we were restoring customers credit after they went through the first part of the program. So when I got there, I learned so much about credit. I learned so much about financial literacy, so much about owning, like trying to buy a home, owning a home, everything that goes into that. And it really sparked something in me. Like I really enjoyed helping people rebuild their credit, you know, telling them what they have to do, what they need to do, how to maintain it, things like that. Because what a lot of people don't tell you is you get credit, you have, you have credit. Excuse me. Everybody has credit. Even when you're first born, you have credit. Well, you don't have credit, but you have credit. If that makes sense. If you have a social security number, you have credit or you can obtain credit. And what a lot of people in our community do, well, not a lot. Well, some people in our community do, we put stuff in our kids name because they have good credit and we mess up their credit before they even able to use it. Hello. Am I speaking to somebody? Because I'm glad it didn't happen to me, but if it did happen to you, baby girl, baby boy, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. But anyway, we 
have credit and, you know, we put things in our name. So when you turn 18, you know what I'm saying? You start getting these credit card offers like, hey, you can get this credit card. You can get this credit card, get this credit card. You can buy anything you want with it. But they don't tell you you got to pay it back. They put it in there, but you don't read about paying it back and what the interest rate is and how to be responsible with it. And you have to pay it back because if you don't, it'll report to the credit bureaus and then it'll show that you're not a good borrower and other people don't want to sell you things because you can't buy a car because you have bad credit or you can't buy a house because you're so late on all this and they don't tell you anything how the credit is broken down or anything and when I learned it I just was like this is not taught to us in school now some people teach their kids when they're young and then you have some people who don't know so they can't teach their kids so my podcast started out with wanting to help people fix their credit or not even fix their credit but be credit literate uh, liter- have credit literacy or financial literacy that's better financial literacy so that's the thing I want us as a community to be financial, financially literate. Who I said that right, y'all. I got to give myself a little clap, 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 clap. Sorry, but no, I wanted us to be financially literate because without us knowing how can we improve or how can we move forward or how can we change if we don't know. And then when I started, because I even did an episode, I even did like one of my first episode, well, the second, I want to believe like the second or third, the the second, third episodes, because I think I did a two part. My second and third episodes were about credit and you know, how your credit is broken down to what it's, um, broken up into. So, um, if you want, you could go all the way back to season one, episode two, I believe it's either episode two or four. I, I don't remember because I'm not looking at it right now, but if you go back to season one and you see, um, where I'm talking about credit, I break down everything, everything that I knew and how it can help you, um, learn about credit and how it works, what percentage, what percentage makes up your credit score, how it's broken down. Like I went into grave detail because if it's taught to me, I want to teach you. And that's where it started, but it evolved into everything else. Like I'm not a conscious person. Um, I'm not a Pan-African. I'm not, you know, one of those, you know, um, really woke people but I understand our situation where we came from and I know where I want us to go as a um, community so if I have information to share I'm going to share it and if it's a conversation that needs to be started I'm going to start it so that's where I came from it started out with me wanting to help people learn about credit and then it just evolved into building our um community because I feel as though that we are looked upon as dangerous as scary as very um um, abrasive if we have really big outbursts because you know they always have the angry black woman or the angry black man um but we're not all like that some of us are very educated some of us are entrepreneurs. Some of us are very rich. Some of us are very knowledgeable. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I have nothing against conscious folks. I have nothing against woke folks. And I have nothing against Pan-Africans. I have nothing against anyone who falls under that those umbrellas. Because they teach me. You know, I take 
what they say, I eat the meat and throw away the bones. I take the information that I know that I can use and that I need to know to grow and I throw away the things that I don't need because everybody who's woke is not really prolific or really know what they're talking about. Some people are just saying that they're woke just because it's a fad. And that's another thing that we do in our community. We jump on the bandwagon without doing our research. And that's why I say I don't consider myself a woke person or a conscious person because I haven't done my research to be categorized as one of those people. I'm just for my people. Yes, my people get on my nerves. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and say that I love everything that we do. No, some of the stuff we do get on my nerves. I get on my nerves. Hello, like let's let's, let's really be real. <laughs> I get on my nerves. So it's okay that that happens. You know what I'm saying? It's okay because I acknowledge it and I sit with it. I'm not going to sit here and brush it off like, oh, I'm just this superior person. I'm this, this, that. No, I'm very humble. That's why that's why I say in my episodes that, you know, I'm willing to learn. My information is not always right. Now, some of the stuff that I do look up. It's statistics, okay? I look up statistics. I let you know what it is, what it says, what it states. I'm going to read it to you because I'm not going to give you anything that's incorrect. And if I am incorrect, I have no problem with being corrected. I have no problem with being criticized constructively or inconstructively. Like if you want to cuss me out and put your finger in my face, I'm going to let you say what you have to say. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, but I'm going to let you say <laughs> I'm going to let you say what you got to say, okay? I'm going to let you say what you got to say. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to let you say what you got to say. And I'm not going to be rude with it or disrespectful because I can go there. Another background thing about me, I could go there. I have a really bad temper. I'm really, like, I've calmed down over the years. I have um, really took a real introspect of my life, understanding that being upset and angry and mad and pissed off at the world is not going to get me anywhere. So I've checked myself before I've wrecked myself, okay? Yes, I was born in the 90s, and yes, I sound like an old head. Deal with it. But (laughs) I checked myself before I wrecked myself because I had a serious attitude problem. Like, I will pop off on anybody. I don't care if you was a male. I don't care if you was a female. I don't care if you was an old lady giving me the stank eye. I will pop off on you and had no regrets and will put my and will try to put my hands on you. So I'm that type of person. But I've grown to the point where I've checked myself before I do wreck myself. You feel me? Like, but I'm more slower to anger, ang- anger, unless you push me. When you push me, yeah, you're going to get a whole nother side. Like, that's when the bull comes out and she is hard to put away because all she see is red. She see that red little flap. Mm-hmm. And I'm that bull, uh, what, charging at you? That's me. So I try not to go there at all. I try to think rationally now so that I don't wreck myself. And what I mean by that is get myself jammed up in a situation. I don't got time to go to jail. I don't got time to be locked up. I don't got time to have charges pressed up against me. So if, yeah, I have to check myself before I wreck myself. That's what I mean by like who, the type of person that I am. You know what I'm saying? And like some people won't say that about themselves. Some people won't acknowledge their faults. Everybody wants to be perfect or wants to be seen as a perfect individual. Me, I'm going to tell you, yeah. for my faithful listeners, for the people who know Jesse Boo. <laughs> It's like, no, people who know me 
know that I say that I'm a work in progress. I put my cards out on the table. I have no cut cards. I lay it out as it is. You're going to either accept me for who I am or you're not. And that's just how I roll. Thank you, Sierra, for putting that song out. But anyway, but that's just how I roll. I'm always be me 100%. Um, I, when I grew up and I was, you know, when I was growing up and I was trying to make friends and things like that, I always was trying to be what they wanted me to be. And I mean, this is just me being transparent. I wasn't my true self. I was a false person. Like if they wanted me to be this way, that's how I would be. If they wanted me to be the shy friend, I was a shy friend. Like anything for people to like me, that's how I was. And I had to grow out of that. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm up here trying to please these people and for them to be my friend and they don't even really care about me. Wait a minute, hold up. Let's let's back this up. I had a big awakening. I had a big, big awakening um, after I... Um, um, I don't even remember when... I mean, the biggest awakening was after high school, but uh, while I was in high school, I was just friends with everybody. I didn't care if you liked me or didn't like me. I did what I wanted to do. I did exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I was in cheerleading because I wanted to, not to be popular, not to do anything. I mean, I have a big mouth. I'm always loud anyway. So why not be a cheerleader when I could yell anytime I want? (laughs) When I could yell anytime I want. So why not be a cheerleader and be out there yelling at them? Go say go, go say go. Yeah, why not do it? So that's what I did. But I didn't do it to be cool with everybody else. I did it because that's something I wanted to do. And I thought it would be fun. I'm jumping around. I'm using energy. I'm a kid. So granted, I'm a teenager, but I'm still a kid. And I want to do, I wanted to do that. It was, it looked fun. And it's something that I wanted to do. So like, I say that to say, I'm just me. You're going to, you're going to get me 100% whether I'm wrong in this situation or right. And another thing that I do that a lot of people, or that I'm not going to say a lot of people, I'm going to say some people, some people that don't do is I take accountability for my actions. I can't take accountability for anybody else but me. So if I'm wrong in a situation, I know even if, if, even when I'm heated in an argument or anything and I know that I'm wrong, I come back and apologize because in that moment, I didn't have to let it get to that point. So, Prime example, I'm going to just break it down to you. I was at work at the same company that I was talking about earlier, <laughs> document preparation company. I was at work and um, how I can put it in a nutshell is I guess the girl had, a, she was having a bad day and she thought that, you know, I because I didn't talk to her or because I wasn't um, engaging in her attitude or whatever she thought that you know I I don't know I was dissing her or something I don't know what I don't know I don't know but she thought that I was like trying to be mean to her on purpose or whatever and it went on for a few days it was some subliminals and I you know I stayed to myself I was being calm I was like I'm not letting it get to me I'm here to do a job I'm not here to be anybody's best friend and one day it just blew up 
And instead of me being the bigger person and letting it just go, I got really irate and I jumped up in her face like I wanted to fight her. And that was so wrong on so many levels. Now, granted, I was heated in the moment and granted, I was tired of the subliminal messages that she was sending to me, the shots that she was sending. Like I heard everything and you know what I'm saying? And I kept my distance because like my thing is, if you're going through personally, I'm not going to sit up there and ask you 20 million times what's wrong, what's wrong what's wrong or try to be all up in your business I'm gonna give you your space and that's what I thought that I was doing giving her her space and obviously she didn't like that I was giving her her space she thought I was ignoring her and being mean to her which was not my intention so the day we had a meeting in the office and because something was said and I owned up to what was said I said I said that granted I was joking but it's what I said I said it I'm what I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat anything I said it you got a problem we can we can talk about it we can resolve it and then it just went from me telling saying that to a whole the attitude was just coming towards me from her and I just blacked out and I lost it and I was like this what you want this what you want right you wanted me to get up in your face you want me to come I was just going and I jumped up next thing I knew I jumped up out of my seat my fist was bald and I was in her face like I was like literally inches away from her face like I remember my manager all I seen in my peripheral was my manager jumping over a table trying to get to me so that I wouldn't do anything to her and it was just a mess. It was really loud. A lot of people was running to the room. It was just a lot going on. And I had to, they pulled me out of the office or whatever. Granted, I was wrong in the situation and I had to calm down. And I went to the HR office, whatever the case may be, whatever. And then they brought her in the office because I, I, once I calmed down and I understood the severity of the situation, she did come in the office and I did apologize. I said, and I even told the girl, I was like, I know you probably think that I'm just saying this because they're telling me to say it, but I'm not. And I do apologize for my actions. I could have went about it a different way. I didn't have to jump in your face. Granted, she was still mad. She was still holding on to it. She was mad for like two weeks. I think I want to say two, three weeks. Because she was just mad that I wasn't fired. She was mad that I wasn't suspended. Anything. And she was mad because she kept... She was doing the same thing she was doing before I reacted to her. She was subliminally talking talking about me. She was saying out loud so that everybody could hear. And she was telling people that I should have got fired. And she was mad at the... Um, <clears throat> She was mad at the CEO of the company. Like she went to her, she went to him and was like, why I'm not fired? Why is she still working here? Why is she still coming to work? Da, da, da. Talk about me. And then he did pull me in the office and he was like, can you please apologize? And I said, I did apologize to her. And he was like, well, can you apologize again to create peace? Da, 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 da. Mind you, my guy. And I was just like, okay, fine. So me being the bigger person, I pulled her into a room, just me and her. And I told her, I was like, I know you probably didn't accept my apology then, but I'm giving you another apology now. Everything has died down. I'm not high off of um, my adrenaline or anything like that. But if you still feel a type of way, I apologize because that was wrong of me. I could have went about it a whole different other way. We had a whole conversation. We talked about it and then boom, bam, shaplow. We was cool again. And to this day, I'm cool with her. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I was wrong in that situation. This is what I'm talking about with the whole accountability. I take accountability of everything that I do, whether it's right, whether it's wrong or anything. That's why I say I don't mind accepting any type of critical criticism that anybody gives me, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. That's why if I don't get any listens on any of my episodes that I post, that's fine. I'm not going to be upset, but I'm not going to stop at what I feel that I should be doing. Now, granted, I need to be more consistent like I used to be because I was actually dropping a f- episode each and every Friday at 2.30 or 2, it was 2 or 2.30, when I, whatever time I set. I might have to go back to the drawing board and do some things a little bit different, um, but I'm not going to stop doing what I know that I need to be doing. So, I mean, if you listen, I appreciate you. If you don't listen, I appreciate you. Um, if you share, that's great. If you don't share, that's great. I just know that I have a voice and I know that there's something that there are some things that need to be said, some encouragement that needs to go out, some love that needs to go out to our community because <clears throat> if you don't know, I have a big heart for black men. I love them. I feel like they have been treated so wrong over the years um even our ancestors like I just feel like they stripped them away from us because of because of whatever reason jealousy whatever you want to call it I call it jealousy but whatever um I just feel real strongly about that I just feel strongly that you know black men was never given a chance so I have a heart for black men you know wanting to save each and every one of them even though I know I can't that's just where my heart is you know um I also have a soft spot for black women you know what I'm saying like I love black women we are so dynamic we are so beautiful in any and every way that we are you know I love black women because they're we we carry life we give life we we do everything it's nothing that we don't do we work we take care of we provide we are an emotional covering for our families we are <laughs> granted the man is the man but like we are the neck if the man if the man if we don't have a head if the man the man is the, if, i'm just putting it in a visual spectrum spectrum if the man is the head and the woman is the neck, the the head cannot function without the neck. <laughs> Let me state that again because I just dropped some little jewels on y'all. If the man is the head of the household, the woman is the neck that holds the head and the body together. Okay. Thank you. Ciao. I needed to snap on that because let me say that again. If the man is the head and the woman is the neck, we are the ones that keep the head and the body connected. If you feel my drift, you know what I'm saying? Like we keep the, we are the nucleus in the cells. Oh, oh my God. I just took it to a science level. I ain't even real big in science, but baby, I took it to that level. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. 
But no, on a serious tip, we we do everything. So I have a soft spot for women as well. You know what I'm saying? We're not protected. Neither the black man or the black woman is protected. And that's something that needs to be talked about. We need to have those conversations on why we're not protected. And we can't we can't keep saying one bad apple spoils the bunch. No, that's not acceptable anymore. We have to know what's acceptable and what's no longer acceptable. Those cliches that they say, those things that they say is not going to work anymore. It's not acceptable. It's not what we need. It's not what we have to keep telling ourselves to make everything okay. No, enough is enough. When is it time to say enough is enough? We need fathers. We need dads to take care of the household, meaning being a father. That doesn't always mean spending money, spending money. It's about we need you in your children's lives. You know what I'm saying? And women has to be willing to let that dad be in their life. You can't keep holding on to what y'all used to have and you want it back. That man to move on. Let that man move on. You need to move on. Heal yourself and move on. And let that man be a part of that child's life. Because sending money is not going to... Throwing money at the situation, putting that baby on child... Putting that man on child support is not solving the situation. You're still mad. You're still bitter. You're still angry. So what you need to do is to let go of everything and let that man be in that child life. And vice versa, men who's taking their children away from their moms because the moms ain't getting herself together. Baby girl, get yourself together for your baby because your baby needs you. A man can't raise a woman and a woman can't raise a son. We can, we do it. Let's let me let's make that clear. We can and we do it to the best of our abilities, but I can't teach my son to be a man. I could give him all the tools and the guidance that I can give him as a mom, but as a man, I can't teach him that. So that's why I say, dads, we need you in the household. We need you to be that and we need you to be in the household. We can't keep having twenty we can't keep having four or five kids with different women and think that you're going to have a different outcome. No. That's a whole nother conversation because I was about to go into something. <laughs> I was about to say, we're going to talk about that at the next time. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that at another time. We ain't got time for that today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The bill. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, the moral of everything that I'm talking about is... I wanted you to get an origin of where I started from and where I am today. Um, I'm I'm not as accessible to people now due to me living to a different state and I don't know as many people here in Georgia. So it's not like I can just say, hey boo, I'm coming over. We about to film this episode. I can't do that right now because I don't know too many people. So I got to get out there to, you know, find the people to interview and, you know, things like that. I mean, I have a few, you know, people that I do know that we can have a roundtable discussion, but I want it to be the discussion that needs to be talked about. I don't want to talk about what everybody wants me to talk about. I have to talk about those hard, excuse me, those hard issues so that we can, we know how to get past them. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, y'all. Let me take a drink of water. Y'all know I talk a lot. But I do want to get back to those one-on-one interviews, you know, doing the, you know, get in touch, getting in touch with people who are connected 
so I can interview them so you know what you can do to be connected with those people. You know, you, you know, it's all about networking nowadays. It's all about networking and it's, and it's who you know and, you know, how you can get in where you fit in. You know what I'm saying? Because I want us to be excellent. I want us to be um where we supposed to be you know what I'm saying like I'm not telling you like you have to marry the next person you're with no but I just feel as though um I just feel as though you know the family dynamic is very estranged and I just want it to be not back together not puzzle uh not puzzle fit together but more so of, of an understanding like if you have a child with someone you know you guys have to put aside your differences and figure out what's best for the child like you can't get mad that the other person is now dating someone else and you no longer have access to them you got to figure out that you guys are about to be a family you guys are a family you know what i'm saying you can't deal with someone who's not going to treat your child as if they were they were not theirs you know what I'm saying that's why I don't let y'all know me I don't let nobody ain't nobody come around my kids nope because first time my kids say something you out of there you out of there real fast ASAP early never late always on time but I just you know I just feel like there's a lot to talk about there's a lot to discuss and I want to do it I want to do it. Like, we're going to talk about everything. It's not just a one-stop shop. Like, you know, relationships, you you know, you go uh, 3,000 different ways when you're talking about relationships. But, you know, I also want to talk about other things as well. You know, talk like how to communicate with your children, you know, how to, you know, understand them because they're people too. Granted, they're children, but they're people too. They go through emotions, they go through feelings, they go through rejection, they go through abandonment, they go through everything we go through as an adult. It's just in a they're a child. They're just underage. We have they're still, you know, we still have to take care of them as parents. Like you don't understand what if you're not if you're not tapped in, you won't understand what's going on in your child's life. So and not to say that everyone is like that no some people know some people don't some people work two or three jobs just to keep the lights on and food on you know lights on roof off their head and food in your belly so I understand that but we have to carve out that time for them so that's like another subject that we you know that I would love to touch on and talk on a lot about but I'm not going to hold you guys and keep rambling on and rambling on because you guys know that I can do that with no problem. I can just keep on going and going and going and going. Next thing you know, we're talking about something that ain't had nothing to do with nothing. But um, I just ask that you bear with me. I know I keep saying it. I feel like I'm just a robot on repeat, but I really, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to be about it. I just ask that you continue to listen each and every Friday, um, even if it's old episodes that you want to, you know, start from the beginning and work your way up. Granted, these are some long episodes. I'm not even going to hold you. I could talk a lot. And then when I have guests, yeah, it could go even longer. I have some episodes that are like over an hour long. So <laughs> I'm just going to say sorry right now. But yeah. Take a listen to an episode. Tell me what you think. You know what I'm saying? Let me know if there's a topic that I'm not touching on that needs to be touched on. Let me know. Let me 
no, I'm not afraid to do research to make sure that I'm getting everything right, saying everything right, things of that nature. So just let me know. Just let me know. Um, I'm here. I'm an open book. All of my credentials is on my um, homepage. But I thank you guys so, 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 so much. My faithful, wonderful listeners, I thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of This Black Love. I also thank you to my new listeners. Hello, how y'all doing? My name is Jessica. Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> okay, that was, <laughs> that was too much. But hi, Fancy. You know, I love everyone. You know, I do. And I'm not just saying that just to say it. Like, when I tell you I love you, I mean it. I'm talking about my heart and everything. <laughs> But no, like, I appreciate the new listeners. I appreciate the new follows. I'm hopeful, hopefully, these follows that I'm getting on Instagram, on my uh, real Instagram, like, I hope y'all be the ones that be listening to my episodes, because I'm like, I don't know these people. <laughs> I don't know these people. But um, yeah, I'm going to start advertising again. I'm going to start making sure that I'm doing what my part and I'm going to create an Instagram very very soon again and it's not going to get hacked because I don't got time to be doing that no more so it's going to be for real for real this time but um I thank you guys for listening for tuning in to another episode of this black love I'm going to say it this way so that you guys won't you know think that I'm lying I typically post an episode on Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 1 p.m. Central Time. That's 12 p.m. Mountain Time. And that's 11 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm getting so much better at this. Anyway, but um, yeah, so I typically drop an episode around those times, depending on your time zone. Now, if you in a whole nother different country, baby, I ain't about to do all that adding, subtracting, and multiplying, dividing, and parenthesis, square root. I don't got time for all that. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> but no, um, yes, I do typically drop an episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can hit me up on j.marie underscore 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 on Instagram until I do create another This Black Love Instagram page. If you do look for the This Black Love on Instagram, it'll have no pictures or nothing under it because the person who took my page um, deleted everything. But, you know, just know that I am going to get better. It's just that now where I am, I just have to know how to move accordingly but I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming I'm doing what I gotta do I'm gonna sit down and really plan and strategically plan out my podcast and since I'm going to go get my stuff in a few weeks and I'll have my mics and I'll have all of my equipment I will be up and fully running so I thank you guys for tuning in today thank you I hope you guys enjoy your Fridays enjoy your weekends hopefully it's not raining or anything like that you can go out turn up have a good time responsibly though you know don't drive under the influence hello 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 and um yeah just 
have fun. Enjoy your weekend. If you work the weekend, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you gotta work. I don't boo. But you know, my heart goes out to you. If you gotta work, make the best make it the best day ever. Don't just sit in there like I gotta work again. Just go in there, do what you gotta do, and clock out for the day. Okay. But other than that, enjoy your weekend. I will talk to you guys on my next episode. I love you. 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 I love you.